podcast last week we spoke to a lovely guest sanjana from law today i have another amazing guest lined up for you giva is a public health researcher from lebanon with a passion to change and impact the world she has a bachelor's degree in pharmacy and is currently pursuing her master's degree in public health specifically concentrating in epidemiology and biostatistics she's interested in health disparities inequities and social injustice especially among the aging population she enjoys everything that deals with numbers data quantity and statistics she also enjoys content creation and loves encouraging others to be positive and trust their capabilities her three main goals in life are to induce change draw smiles and make the world a better place she is a current public health researcher at the united nations escwa which stands for economic and social commissions of western asia she also has her own podcast and blog both are called public health hub where she gets to show the world about her passion for public health and more and i have seen her content it's amazing you have to definitely check it out i'm going to leave all the details in the podcast notes so do look at it so let's get started hello giva how are you today Hello Afshan. Hi, I'm great. Thank you for having me here. It's my pleasure. It's lovely having you here as well. So I'm going to ask you three important questions that I'm going to ask everyone on this podcast. So what's All your right. favorite show? Uh of course it has to be Friends. I watch Friends like uh when I feel depressed every day just to like gain motivation. Yeah. So yeah. I think the theme yeah. song is right on like motivational music right away. Yeah. Yeah, I love friends so much. I mean, I've watched seasons for like maybe like 10 times at least 10 times. So, I'm addicted. Oh, been there done that. Like think um, friends has finally come to Australia, like Netflix Australia, so I'm finally enjoying it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you're so lucky. Yeah, I don't know they till now and finally like I got this notification saying uh, friends is here in Netflix Australia and I'm like, "Yay, finally." Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I have I have them as DVDs. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, what's your favorite drink? I have to say uh pineapple juice. Ooh, pineapple. Yeah, juice. I, I'm very weird. I'm very oh, weird. Oh, I like pineapple juice. <laughs> like I have a pineapple right there in my fridge right now and I'm really? like, Yeah, I'm going to go have it later on. It is, yeah, yeah, pineapple juice is like everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like pineapple cake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pineapple cake is so good. Pineapples yeah. are really nice. Yeah. yeah. In They're general. Versatile fruit. But <laughs> I don't like them on pizza though. Do you like them on pizza? Uh no, no, no. Not at all. I really don't like them. I mean, pineapples should be like just for sweet things and like for not for salty things. So no, it's not no, for no, me. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that brings me to the next question. What's your favorite food? It has to be pasta. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm also a vegetarian, so Okay. Yeah, it's been like 6 years. I've never tasted like meat or chicken or uh fish. So, uh pasta's been like the best meal or lunch or dinner meal for me. 
yeah, it it comes. I love it because it, we have different types of pasta and different, you know, like the the recipes and the taste. So it's very like different, yeah. and I really like it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, pasta too. Like I think uh, this whole lockdown, I've had a lot of pasta. The church yeah. has been sending a lot of pasta, and I've been having a lot of pasta. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is that it's um, it's it's bad if we eat a lot of pasta because it's like carbohydrates and stuff like that. But we we don't care about that. We just we just eat. Yeah, and yeah. be happy. <laughs> yeah, I think the lockdown has just thrown fitness out of the window, like completely. <laughs> yeah, very true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's lovely. I loved your answers very much. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I can uh, like ask you about your answers later on. Yes, definitely. I would really do tell like I have essay answers for all of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'll tell you about the theme for this month. I I believe in women empowerment, and I think uh, we as uh, species we have pitted women against each other in general. And yeah. I want to say that, no, that's not fair. And I know how amazing you are. And I want to empower every woman in my life. And I want to bring Thank your you. story and your career like in the forefront. Yeah. So yeah. I know you're a public health professional. So what made you choose public health? Okay, so basically, um, I graduated from pharmacy school in 2019. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I didn't want to like end up working in pharmacy, the field of pharmacy for the rest of my life. I I felt it like while studying in the university. So because I always used to tell my professors that, okay, so I'm not enjoying, you know, like working, I working in a, like during my internships in the pharmacy, it's, I need something else. I want to do something on a wider scale. I mean, that's for me, but like there are many other people who are passionate about pharmacy, but I guess it differs each, with each and every person. So um, I realized that I wanted to do something um, on a wider scale, like not just a pharmacist talking to a patient. I wanted to impact the world or the huge communities at the same time. So this is what made me um, apply to like to go and study uh, public health uh, as a graduate student. And I, I believe it's like, it's a great decision that I made because throughout uh, me studying public health, I felt so happy and I felt that this is my place and this is, this is gonna be like a weapon for me to help me change the world and change you know because now the world is is, is so hectic like yeah. we have a lot of problems happening and i feel that public health will give me like this you know like um, the skills or it's gonna give me a weapon in my hands to be able to induce change and this is what i want to do in my life like i want to bring change through uh, my degree so i'm happy because i'm now like studying i'm gonna graduate this year from um, the master's program and it's been a great journey for me um i um, i've been involved in many research related to public health with my professors i actually also landed my internship um, in public health with the united nations and um it's been like I want to say that if you're passionate about something, you're going to feel that this is my place 
and you're gonna do anything to um, in the world to make your you know like make your your induce change and to, um, um, it's important to feel that you you fit in the right uh, place for you to bring value to the world so i feel that public health has been you know like has been showing me that yes this is my place and i i'm willing to stay here and just change oh that's like that's really noble and congratulations on on your internship i did see that update on linkedin and oh yeah like, thank wow. you united nations thank is you amazing. so much yeah, yeah. it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how would you explain what a job profile is to someone who doesn't know anything about public health yeah okay so basically i want to just say something it's debunk a myth about public health <clears throat> sorry so basically public health is not like a comp- you don't complete your your major and bachelor by doing public health like for example i'm a pharmacist um it's not that i did like uh, my masters in public health which means that oh okay i'm i'm completing my degree right now so i just want to tell everyone that no public health is a profession by itself we have pharmacists there there it's a profession you have nurses it's a profession and public health it's a profession by itself so yeah. this is a myth that i want to debunk about the uh, public public health in general <clears throat> yeah also um in a nutshell public health is defined as um the art and science of promoting health and preventing diseases in terms of your physical health your mental health your um, your social well-being so everything this is what public health professionals do and um basically we have like five um like sub fields under the umbrella of public health so we okay. have epidemiology which is what i'm concentrating at the moment we work in <clears throat> in statistics we work in data analysis we understand like health trends um like risk factors and it's a whole major by itself mm-hmm. and we also have health, like the policies where public health professionals they integrate with um policies they advocate for certain health issues and they uh, talk with stakeholders governments ministries this is one field the other mm-hmm. field is we have public health professionals that are concerned with uh, environmental health it's a field by itself okay. so like we have air pollution toxins and other stuff like that and also finally we have another discipline which is where uh, public health professionals they go to the field and they work on health education they promote uh, and raise awareness um yeah. so they do like free vaccination campaigns <clears throat> sorry screening screening campaigns and stuff like that so uh, this is public health in like a small introduction yeah and it's been like it's so interesting uh for me yeah yeah i think yeah. epidemiology is very interesting as well like i was yeah, reading up about it recently and i found it very mm-hmm. insightful like i still mm-hmm. need to learn a lot about it and i think today i'm going to learn a lot about it yeah i hope so <laughs> it's really nice yeah. i mean for me yeah for me as well definitely hmm. yeah so tell us more about your work i know you briefly touched upon it while explaining how the profile is but i would still yeah. want to know yeah so basically uh, i'm still a student um uh, like uh, studying my masters in public health but i'm i'm working at the moment uh, okay. with my professors uh, in the research field 
So yeah. as I was saying, like we have the profession, any profession, like you can integrate your profession in the research field. And yeah. this is what I'm doing uh, because I love the research field. I feel that research is, could be very powerful in promoting change. Like yeah. it gives you credible evidence at the, at the end, like to go and tell the concerned parties, like this is my research, the data, this is the conclusions. And I want you to take action because like, look, the numbers are really high. They're really alerting, go and take action. So this is what the research for me and my major is uh, mostly about. Okay. Um, yeah, I am currently working um, um, on a research like related to social injustice, uh, related to the elderly population and um, yeah. affected by humanita humanitarian crisis. Um, so yeah, this is my, like it's been like one year working on the project. And okay. I also mentioned that I'm working um, uh, with the United Nations uh, as yeah. in, like my internship. And uh, also like it's a public health research field and like maybe later on we can delve uh, upon uh, what I'm doing uh, in the internship. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So when you meant, uh, when you said social injustice uh, among the <laughs> aging population in terms of humanitarian grounds, what does that include? Oh yeah. Um, so basically, um, what what does um, basically I'm focusing on the low to middle income countries, like for example, the refugees, the internally displaced uh, elderly population. We're trying to to see if these countries have been, um, you know, like fair in giving health services to the elderly population. Yeah. Like, are they uh, fair in giving them their and providing free access to healthcare? Are they giving them free, um, uh, you know, like uh, job, like uh, good opportunities to jobs to these uh, people? And not also refugees. We also focus on like those affected by uh, natural disasters. But yeah. do you actually get to uh, interact with this aging population? Um, no, because it's uh, the type of research that we're doing is where we go like and we research the literature. So it's okay, mostly okay. like, yeah, it's a systematic review. So we review the literature and yeah. we like finalize the findings of what we reviewed from the literature. So it's very research um, or it's a very like specific type of research. But sometimes we have other types of research where you go to the field and you do yeah. your interviews, you do your data collection. So these are different types. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Australia right now is going through an old age uh, crisis. So like people in aged care facilities, they are being ill-treated in general. There's a yeah. lot of uh, yeah, ill-mannered uh, behavior directed mm -hmm. towards them. So I, I keep uh, reading that news and it breaks my heart. Like aging population yeah, should be... Yeah. yeah, it's been so like unfair. And I talked about this also on my podcast with you last last week. And um, we said that, yeah, mental health services, especially the mental, uh, you know, like uh, mental health in general to the on the elderly. It's been like so hectic and because they're socially isolated right now during the pandemic. And they are not aware of how to use the digital um technology to connect yeah. so so maybe like maybe COVID could be an opportunity to to let us 
you know, like open our eyes on how to help this vulnerable population. Yeah, I really think we should. Um, yeah. I think age, aging population in general, they have to be treated with utmost respect and Indeed. all the love. Yeah, because that's true. For yeah. years, they have given it to us. I think we need to give it back to them at some point. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So your research, does that happen uh, online or how, how has that changed since the whole lockdown at the time? Yeah. Uh, so before the pandemic, I wa- it wasn't online. So I used to go and um, sometimes I like I had to go and do some uh, data collection on the field. And I used to go and like uh, visit the, the interviewees in their houses and we get like we fill the surveys, we do the questionnaires, the interviews and stuff like that. But now, like the research that I'm doing, as I mentioned, it's just like it could be shifted online. Yeah, I can, I'm just like researching the literature and the articles. So there is no need for going to and interviewing anyone. Uh, but for those doing like um, research that need that, the like the lockdown has affected a lot of uh, of the data collection procedures. So yeah. people are not able to go and like <clears throat> like visit the people. So some, that's why they're shifting sometimes the surveys online. They're sending their, uh, their surveys online. Uh, sometimes they call them. So, so yeah, the methods changed. Oh, that's interesting. Do you find mm-hmm. like a work and life balance, like personal life and professional life since you've been working from home? um it's been it's been you know like overwhelming uh, to adapt to like how to balance the professional and the personal life um because you're stuck home uh, and literally like you can't you can't, you can't like um differentiate between like okay i'm home how can i divide my work and how can i divide my personal lifetime but i feel that um we are adapting we are learning yeah. uh, we are understanding how to be able to better um you know like organize our lives because if we don't do that i don't uh, stay sane during the pandemic it's gonna yeah. because it's been so hectic to to force ourselves force ourselves to adapt yeah um but it's been like almost seven eight months and People are now like I think they're adapting. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. I totally agree with you. I think people are finally adapting. I think uh, it's all yeah. about we must make do with what we have, and mm-hmm. the real life is not gonna come back to normal for a really long time. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. <clears throat> On your podcast and earlier today, I heard that you want to be an epidemiologist. Um, yeah. How does that fit in public health? I know that it, uh, in an earlier answer, you mentioned that it is one of the sections, but uh, where exactly yeah. does it fit in? Okay, so as I mentioned, yeah, um, it's part of the subfields of public health. So public health, we have to think of it as an umbrella and you have different fields. So epidemiology is part of the of these fields. And I'm like doing, I'm concentrating my master's in this field in epidemiology Mm, uh, basically as i so basically it's it's where public health starts it's the first step of any public health uh, research project 
we have to use epidemiology, we have to use biostatistics in order to collect data, statistics that will show everyone like the, 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 the size of the problem that we're trying to, to work on, you know, like uh, because epidemiology uses numbers. It's yeah. not just words, it uses numbers. It, tell, it shows you that, okay, this, this is the data in 2017. This is how the problem is increasing in 2020. We have to do something. Let's generate, let's start our research. Let's talk to the municipalities, the governments. So epidemiology is like the first step in everything. And statistics, it's the first step in everything to give you evidence, to give you surveillance systems. You, you monitor how the trends, how are the trends changing? The associations, also we study associations between for example, smoking and lung cancer, like what's the association between both? So this yeah. is epidemiology. Yeah, you have to like study uh, risk factors, causes. So kind of you're like the disease detectives. Like I like to call ourselves the disease detectives. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. It's a nice yes. take on public health, epidemiologists especially. True. Mm -hmm. oh, mm -hmm. Lovely. Um, is there a misconception, another misconception that you would want to debunk about public health? Uh, basically, yeah, as I mentioned, I want to like repeat that, repeat the misconception that I said, because yeah. I face this every single day. Yeah. They tell me, oh yeah, so you're doing public health because you want to become a better pharmacist. No, 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 it's not. It's because I, I like another profession and I want to like, go into another profession so for everyone listening like public health is a profession by itself on its own yeah and maybe like i think of another um it's it's for everyone it's it doesn't yeah public health is not for those who did like who have backgrounds in health health yeah. fields yeah no 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 it's it's for everyone Literally, we have. I have like my colleague. Uh, she's she's she did economy. She, so, oh. she yeah, as a bachelor degree, and she wants to go into public health. I also have someone else who did uh, history, as yeah. a as a yeah as a background. Someone as a business person. Um, so it's for everyone who for wants everyone. to induce change on yeah. a whole population because it gives you the skills to in order to understand like. How can you uh, promote change in terms uh, on your on your on your population? So, yeah. so yeah, you don't have to have like a medical degree or like a health-related degree. You can come from any major, and yeah. you can master in public health. So this is what I like about it. Yeah, I think that's very good because mm -hmm. a lot of people, I think, after their bachelor's, they realize what they actually want to do and what their true calling is. Yeah, yeah, indeed, that's very true. Yeah, like I think it happened with both of us. We have our bachelor's in very different degrees and our master's in very different degrees. So I think it completely makes sense. It, yeah, that's very true. You're very similar in terms yeah. of Yeah, <laughs> I just thought about it and I'm like, yeah, we have very different uh, bachelor's and master's. Interesting. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So uh, do you think gender is an area of concern at your workplace? Does that come up a lot? You know, like at some point, I feel in every field or major, we have gender. It's, it's always an issue, like to yeah. me, in my opinion. 
um, you always have those majors that where you always think, oh, we have more females in this major more than males, or for example, in, um, or at least for like the countries, the Middle East countries or something like that, where you have cultural, uh, you know, like uh, backgrounds and cultural conceptions that we base our kids, like we teach our kids on how to like, learn, like grow, grow up with these conceptions. Um, uh, in public health, you will find more females in the workplace. Wow, that's yeah. nice. Yes, you will find you will find more females. Um, I mean, in my class, we have more females than males, like way, way more than males. Um, but I don't like that. I mean, like both genders to um, to to get to get integrated in the field. I mean, if you like something, don't think like, oh, it's like for females, just go and do it. We have yeah. males who do public health, of course, they, they, they want to like uh, increase their, you know, like scope and their professional careers. But yeah, as I mentioned, you will find more females in the master's, in this master's degree in the field. That's um, amazing. Like, I yeah. think it's still like one step forward, two step backward kind of a thing that it is still like a progress for women empowerment, but gender equality is still true. not there. Yeah, that's what I want to say. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Maybe it's changing now. The pandemic is forcing like everyone to like think of the field in a different way. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. you never know. Yeah. Mm. I think it's happening with yeah. my field as well because I'm in public relations. Um, yes, true. Yeah, because true. in my class, there were 90% girls, like women, and 10% wow. men. But really? if you see in the actual field, like in the actual industry out there, it's all the men. I don't know how that works. I don't know what happens to all the women. That's who so study weird. Because, uh, recently, That's so weird, yeah. Yeah, like recently, the Australian media has come under like some kind of trouble. Uh, trouble waters kind of a thing where uh, it's, there's no diversity, there's no like equal representation, and in general, it's uh, a white man over thirty. So it's like a thing, and all my mm -hmm. and all my classmates are women of color. Oh wow! Uh, so I'm like, where do all of them go? Do they go? Where do they go? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Like, this is weird. We have to do a research about that now that we're Definitely. talking about the topic. <laughs> yes, I would love that. Because it's like, where do all of them go? Yeah. This is like a huge question mark. I have to like dig deeper into that. <laughs> On. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so last question for the night uh, any okay. advice uh, to people looking to take a public health as a profession yeah you have to be passionate if you're not passionate about it if you don't care about change it's not gonna work for you i mean this is in a nutshell you have to have passion to um to induce change like i mean on on your in your community yeah. Um, yeah, this is the first advice to, 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 to work harder. You have to wake up in the morning every day and think yeah. that this is my passion and I want to like induce change. This is the first advice. The second advice is you have to, you have to be proactive. Yeah. Um, yeah. And everything like 
you ha you can't stay like in the corner yeah. silent doing nothing and just like okay when's wh wh what am i gonna do now like where am i gonna where am i gonna work now no no this doesn't work you have to be proactive and you have to have this very positive personality because yeah. in public health you integrate with a lot of people so you have to always show them that you're you're positive you're here to help them yeah. you're um, you're happy you're here yeah and you're happy with what you're doing to the community yeah. um you so yeah it's positivity and it's passion so you have to have two the two p's uh, yeah. for public health pp and yeah. public health yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah so i think this uh this also fits in other majors as well but yeah. because public health is mostly like um where you get to integrate with a lot of people from the community so you have to be a people's person this is what yeah. i feel yeah, yeah. I think that's given in a lot of uh, fields these days that you have to be a people's person and people who are typically asocial, even though they're very good at the job, sometimes kind of like have to take a back seat because they're not as uh, as people's person as they should be. Yeah, huh. now now people want others who who are so like positive because we can't now deal with other people who are just like here come to come do their jobs and just leave no it should be more of like we should like touch have this human touch we should yeah. unleash it and like why not unleash our human touch and our human you know like feelings and emotions in order while helping while working and while helping others yeah yeah that yeah. sounds good well yeah. it's been lovely to have you over here i think People have it's learned been a, great a nice with you. discussion and conversation with you as well. I'm so happy you invited me. Yeah, I'm so happy I invited you Thank when you. you came and you agreed to come as well. It's been lovely talking to you. <laughs> Thank you yeah. so much, dear. Yeah, Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This was fun. I learned a great deal about public health. I hope you did too and it was an absolute delight having you on here tonight and she's just so much fun to talk to like she has so many insights amazing stories to tell and just so much passion for helping people i think that's what we need in our world to, be, to have that kind of passion to help people especially the aging population well i Hope you liked today's episode and you can find all the notes on typewritertowns.com and if you do want to get in touch with her, I do um, leave guest notes, uh, guest links and the podcast notes. So do have a look at it. And next week I have another amazing guest lined up. So do keep your ears peeled. See you next week.